0: Incoming transmission.
1: Citizens of Earth, I am Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. I bring a warning from Cybertron in these dark times... Your planet faces unprecedented threats. Climate change, political turmoil, and the ongoing risk posed by asteroids and Decepticons. There is hope. One day a man will rise to meet these threats and secure a positive future for humanity. He is the last bastion of hope. His name will be Alex Goodwin. The Autobots have little information about Alex at present, other than he has prophesied to overcome great adversity, will enjoy playing with Lego, reading about dinosaurs, and once becoming a man. Will go on to accomplish great things. It is crucial to the survival of your species that when he is discovered, that he be protected during this period of vulnerability. Heed this message, humans. Your very lives depend upon it. Optimus Prime.
2: Out. Welcome to the Herd Mentality Podcast, an eclectic non-weekly mix of atheistic, humanistic and scientific conversations with complete strangers. I've never met them and they've never met me, but we're throwing caution to the wind, taking a risk with a dodgy internet connection, and God willing entertain you with some scintillating rep IT. this is a listener supported show and you can help boost quality and quantity at herd podcast.com and then click on support your contribution makes all the difference for the show and 10 percent of it goes to women in developing countries i'm your host questionable adam found on twitter facebook and google plus and it's time to meet our guests hello adam greetings how are you
3: i'm okay alex is very much under the weather today he's And feeling we've tried we wanted to just at least try and speak with you for a couple of minutes and see whether or not you know that's going to be of use to you so if you want to start recording and then
2: just see how we go yeah how's that yeah that's fine buddy i've i'm recording right now alex how are you
0: I'm not feeling oh, very good today. I'm, I'm really tired. i got this stupid cough that's keeping me in the way of everything. So
2: You know, it it, it is can't... a stupid cough. Uh, I have some friends in France who could hear it, and they said it was stupid as well. We're not happy about it.
0: Yeah, I wish this would just go.
2: Yeah. How long have you had your cough, Alex?
0: How many days, Dad? Two days.
2: Oh, dear. You're battling all... on... <coughs> You're ready now. You're battling on? Yep. Yeah. Have you got some toys with you to, to keep you entertained?
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: Cool. Now, do you remember who I am? Adam. That's me. <laughs> I didn't prepare a riddle for you this time. How lazy is that?
0: <laughs> we saw it on our messages that you wrote a message about giving coffee to your cat.
2: <laughs> I did. She's very grumpy in the morning, so I need to get her a. Co- oh, no. Sorry. Uh, cat food. Oh, I get those two mixed up all the time. Oh dear. <coughs> I need the coffee. <laughs> Alex, it sounds like you're not well, buddy. How about we um how about we put this off for when you're feeling a bit better, hey? Yeah. Does that Maybe suit you? Tomorrow.
0: Maybe tomorrow we could try it again. Yeah. It's better. Good sleep.
2: Yeah, you can smash that cold. <coughs>
3: is that okay Adam I just didn't want you to think that we weren't going to try oh no no no, he, no look, he's, uh, he's up much later than he usually is anyway mm-hmm. and you know we, at least we've made contact and we'll see how we go tomorrow and I'll message you about 8 o'clock and see where we are is that
2: okay look that's all fine Alex chin up buddy I'm thinking about you Good. my cat Can sends I her regards
0: you? love
2: you <laughs> take care I love you. cheers Adam
1: bye bye mate see you Jeff. Bye.
0: bye incoming transmission
1: And this message is for you, Alex, should you receive it. Overcoming adversity is never easy. The hardest problems we will face are often only beaten at great cost to ourselves and to our loved ones. We Autobots look forward to standing by your side one day on the battlefield. May the power of the Allspark guide us all. Till all are one.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Herd Mentality. And joining me today, I've got Alex's dad, overseer, overlord of Alex's journey on Twitter. Many of you have been following him. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hello there. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, the Twitter handle that you operate on behalf of your son is at AlexS underscore journey. And who is Alex? Alex is my son. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, The amazing, wonderful, gentle, strong, articulate
2: son that I have. He's a pretty sharp kid. I've exchanged a couple of videos with some riddles for him. He's been, he's been really good. He responds. He, uh, he's young chipper. He thinks things through. He's a good kid. He's a good kid, and he's yes. in a, a tough situation at the moment. So what's the, what's the synopsis? Uh, Alex, unfortunately,
3: has been diagnosed with a rare form of, of cancer called Ewing sarcoma, which is a bone and soft tissue cancer which is currently affecting his legs and his pelvis. The situation is as as difficult as it is because we were quite unfortunate, well, we're very unfortunate in that he fell ill just after Christmas and he was misdiagnosed for several months before they actually identified that he he had cancer. So we've been on the back foot for a long time. And I think it's only due to the fact that Alex is so robust uh, and, and, and steadfast in his mindset that uh, we're managing to deal with it as we are.
2: Mm. It is tough, even though you have a relatively good uh, social safety net when it comes to general healthcare in the UK. It's not something that extends to situations all the time where there's a couple of, uh, how would you put it, curveballs thrown at you? Yes, no,
3: I agree. I think the NHS, as, as I've said before, is a wonderful thing. It's an, an amazing institution, and we're very lucky to have it in this country. It was set up after the Second World War for all the right reasons, and it's a very noble thing uh, for a number of reasons. Obviously, um, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't set up for some of the things that it's dealing with now in the modern age, really. And because of the fact that Alex's illness is so special, in the sense that it's just a very rare form of cancer and what's required uh, is extremely intensive and expensive uh, treatment and i don't think really that because of the in essence you know the nhs is like any organization it it operates with limited funds and a maximum sort of demand placed upon it
0: mm.
2: the type of cancer that alex has it can be treated in a couple of different ways you've got your traditional radiotherapy approach which is like taking a shotgun to a fly <laughs> it does quite a, essence, yeah. quite a bit of damage to the surrounding tissues. You can't really control the depth uh, to which it, uh, it affects the tissue. And there is a relatively new form of treatment, which is available in Europe and the US, which is called proton beam therapy and sounds a bit like a ghostbuster technology. And it's a bit like the a, a large hadron collider where you've got these accelerated particles. You slide the individual in there, line it up, once the scans have been completed and they know what depth they're going into nuke and then they can sort of treat the area with surgical precision whereas they wouldn't be able to with traditional x-rays but the the catch is this isn't covered by the nhs in this instance
3: that's right um the nhs uses proton beam therapy there are very limited proton beam capability in London for specific parts of the body, such as the eyes. And unfortunately, they are building a proton beam, some equipment, uh, but but that's not going to be available until next year, which is no good to Alex. At present, the uh, NHS uh, funds or sources that that service uh, outside of the UK primarily from America, but on this occasion, that treatment option is not available to Alex uh, because the NHS has a, set, a very fixed, rigid set of criteria um, and you have to meet these, these core criteria to be eligible to receive the treatment on the NHS, the funding, because it's very expensive. When we first started dealing with Alex's, um when Alex was diagnosed and there was a, 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 a prognosis uh, and a treatment plan, Alex was eligible for proton beam therapy Unfortunately, for a number of reasons, because uh, his cancer began to spread or it became evident that it had spread, uh, he, he no longer fell within those sort of core criteria. So that treatment option is not available to us through the NHS anymore.
2: Mm. So the NHS, in this instance, the best scenario is that it's treated as a plan B for that shotgun, scattergun approach. But yes. ideally, to give Alex the highest quality or the highest chance at a better quality of life ongoing is to treat it very specifically with the proton beam therapy. So, you've got a, uh, a fundraiser on just giving, I understand. That seems to be ticking that's along co- quite nicely.
3: Yes, that's correct. Uh, we, we originally set up something on, on just giving, a crowdfund, because when Alex was diagnosed, we were advised by a number of people, including some of the Macmillan nurses, that it was important that there was something to incentivize Alex. Obviously, you can't sit down and give a, a a sort of uh, empowerment speech to a nine-year-old child about how he's going to deal with pain and suffering and hardship as a result of the treatment that he's having and in many ways in in his eyes the treatment may actually be more painful and 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 more daunting than the actual disease itself. So we set up a crowdfunding to get Alex um, to, di- to Disney World, really, mm-hmm. because we wanted to um, give him something to look forward to. And we achieved that. And We, we haven't been able to go yet, uh, but that money is there uh, for him. What we're now doing is because that treatment plan's not available to us, we've needed to look at how we can radically <laughs> get that kind of finance. I mean, just to give you an idea, my father was a coal miner uh, my mother worked in an old people's care home and um, obviously I, I earn money, I work for my money and I work hard. But um, I don't have that kind of money available to you. I'm not fortunate enough to be wealthy, uh, enough to be able to do that on my own, unfortunately. So the only thing I can do is is try and reach out to other people because in, in essence, people are genuinely usually nice and caring people, aren't they? You get a few exceptions. Yeah, there's but that's a couple what we, we, of exceptions. That's what, we, <laughs> yeah, that's what we decided to do. We decided to, to go for the Just Giving account, which is a high profile fundraising account, mm. and, and try to, to get as much support as possible. And I'm getting support from other avenues, such as my work and, and various places. But uh, yes, the, the, it, we're here and, and we're sort of like asking for support.
2: Mm. So the Just Giving account can be reached via the twitter profile at S underscore journey go and uh, check it out a lot of the listeners of this show i found by previous experiences are very generous when something affects uh, an individual that's beyond their control and random things happen to random people bad things happen to good people uh, and vice versa they've typically come to the party and, and really kicked in and, and helped out as best they can and i think that's in part because many of the listeners of this show many identify as atheists but i would think equally just as many identify as humanists and rather mm. than offer up prayers i mean I, would would you like some prayers would that be uh, practical
3: i, don't, I don't. It's not really going to help in the sense that it's not going to get us the proton beam therapy. If people Mm -hmm. want to give prayers, that's fine. That's up to them. Mm -hmm. However, um, in my limited experience of prayer success, I'm not kind of hedging my bets with that approach.
2: (laughs) Yes, that's a a politically uh, tactful way of putting it, and I'm happy to cut that out (laughs) before it goes to (laughs) air, if you like. But uh, you are a sample size of one. So, uh, you know, maybe it's just you maybe you're praying wrong, don't know, but uh I think the <laughs> best way for people to actually affect real change and help Alex have a better shot at a better future is to go to the Just Giving account and chip in a few bucks. Now there's a couple of other ways that I think people can help, that's by spreading the message about the uh, the, the fundraiser. Also yes. giving Alex's account on Twitter a follow. Because it's, I think he's, what, 4,700 as we count. We need to get him oh, well over that. We need to get it well over 5,000 aiming towards 10 because this sort of stuff and all that interaction with people who are offering him support has been really beneficial for him, yeah? Yes,
3: yeah. The The, the reason we, we, we're quite private people and the reason we decided that we were going to, in essence, put our son's illness out into the public domain was because we wanted to use it as a positive thing and the main reason why we set up the Twitter account and the Facebook account for Alex's journey or Alexander's journey was to allow Alex to vocalise his thoughts and feelings. We don't Use it to try and uh, cast, you know, get across Alex as a suffering and, and 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 a really sort of morbid and somber thing to it, to sort of invoke massive amounts of sympathy and wailing from people. Uh, Alex uses it as a positive thing. We don't record him when he's feeling ill or when he's sick. We record him when he wants to do a video or he wants to send photos so people can see what's happening in his life and um we, we're getting a lot of positive feedback i know for a fact obviously you and you and alex have had several reposts with each other mm-hmm. <laughs> via videos and messages and uh, alex despite the fact that the reality is he's is in pain very often and he's very tired all the time and he feels ill a lot um he's a very positive um young boy mm. and uh he, he uses that to really sort of address his fears as well and, and sort of reconcile what's happening to him in a way that he can voice it and, and, and communicate it
2: to people. Well, I look forward to having a chat with him.
3: Yeah, so by going, by going to the Just Giving uh, site, you can type in Alexander's Journey or just scroll down and Alex is prominent there. He's one of the first... Um, ones actually on that account. Now, t- tell me and about how
2: that came to be, because there's a little story behind that. There is, yes, there is.
3: Um, obviously, we've had a massive amount of success with the Twitter account, and a number of people have tweeted Alex and included the Just Giving tweet, the, the 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 Twitter account address for Just Giving, on those tweets. So invariably, what's happened is eventually it's come to their attention that Alex's journey is is, is there, and what's also happened is that since we set the account up less than a week ago, the number of donations that have gone in, uh, we've got a massive amount of money already. Mm. And and those two two factors have have come to their their attention, really. Mm. And we had a telephone call today uh, from Just Giving, from one of their their staff, explaining that they had the meeting today and we we, we were on their radar, so to speak, and they wanted to help us because obviously we'd made a, a success of things so far obviously we're nowhere near where we need to be and we just need to keep riding the crest of that wave but they they, they were aware that there was a lot of support and they wanted to, to perpetuate that and 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 support us to get more support mm. and um and it was unusual they had said that it was unusual for uh, somebody to get such a rapid amount of support in such a short space of time and they wanted to help us to to make that even greater Uh, and that's why they're going to um, feature Alex with some prominence, and they're going to do an article about Alex on their social media. Uh, So everything really is is a bonus in that respect.
2: That's fantastic. And there's one other little trick you've got up your sleeve. This one's pretty exciting because I I can't think of anyone who's done something like this. Is there a song that's going to become the the number one winter hit this Christmas?
3: (laughs) Yes, yes, there is. Um, There's an interesting story behind that in that, it's it's very oriented towards work. I mean, I don't think I'm sort of saying anything I shouldn't when I, when, you know, I'm a police officer Mm -hmm. and, um, a very close friend of mine who's a very close friend of yours is a police officer.
2: He's been on Uh, this show before.
3: Indeed. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, the story is, is that a friend of mine who's a works colleague, um, has um written a song he'd written a song with his son his son is a, is an adult now he's not a child anymore and he suffered with cerebral palsy for many many years of his you know he he's suffered with it since he was a, a little baby uh-huh. and he, he, he sort of triumphed over the adversity of having that disability
2: uh-huh.
3: <clears throat> and he uh, had, had, had a passion for music and his father uh, david had sort of seen that and focused his energy on on allowing his son to to grow in that area and he became a a sound mixer and editor of music a songwriter and they've done uh, some projects together they included doing some work for the Royal British Legion in some of their soundtracks for some of their advertisements over the last few years and one or two other things one or two other projects to try and raise his son David also his profile and he wrote a song originally for a mental health charity but when he realised that Alexander uh, my boy uh, was ill. He decided to give that song to Alex. And the lyrics, Horizon on My Mind, is a story about a journey. When somebody's undertaking a journey, and it, it, you know you're driving on a long road and you're not sure where you're going, and you think you see the you think you see the horizon, and then you get to it, and then it's further away. And about you know that journey and and people that are sharing that journey with you. And uh, the song is really good. I'll be honest, it, it's got a, a got a rock edge to it, which is something that appeals to me. And um, David's written a song and we've played on it and, I, and I've done some bass guitar uh, on it. And one of my other colleagues has played the drums, who's also a serving police officer. So there's a very police orientation to it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, interesting spin. And um, <laughs> so uh, what, we've, what we've managed to do is, is keep the costs absolutely right down to the bare minimum. And uh, at least 70% of, of any income that comes from that sale of that single will go directly to Alexander's Fund, um, which is an amazing thing. And we're hoping that we're going to get enough people to download the song. I don't think it's going to be 99 pence to download the song. So it's not expensive. It's a bargain. uh Indeed. Indeed, you should get it as, as soon as you can. i give a bit of subliminal sort of <laughs> sales pitch while we're here. the, uh, that, well, the fifth when... of,
2: You're saying that the 5th of December, that's when it's being launched. And just know that 30% of it will be going to gold plating Tim Cook's new yacht. And 70% <laughs> of it will be actually going to help a child with cancer have a better shot at a better future. So Jeff, is there, are there any final thoughts that you'd like to add?
3: I'm just grateful to speak with you. I've listened to your podcast a few times. Uh, I've listened to it with Craig many times when we've been on a night shift patrol in the mean streets. You were without, you know, I don't want to sort of explode your ego, Adam, but uh, <laughs> you, were one of the, you were one of the first people that contacted us when we set up Alexander's journey. And um, Alex was really he didn't know really how to take the communication because you were the first person to send us a video. And Alex loved that. And that created that banter and his confidence has grown exponentially since then. And uh, I'm just grateful for the exposure, to be honest, and the fact that everybody's biased, but my son is bloody amazing. And I want him to have the best opportunity to to live his life and to, to be as enriched in that life as he possibly can. And Unfortunately, I need some money to, to make that happen.
2: You can't achieve much without fun tokens. And, uh, indeed I can vouch for that. I, mean, I don't, I've never spoken face to face with Alex. Uh, he's a pretty amazing kid. It is very clear to me that you're doing absolutely everything you can within your power to give him the best shot. And hopefully the uh, four people listening to this will uh, be able <laughs> to go and spread the good news. I really want to help kick the tin for this. So Jeff. I appreciate your time very much. I look forward to speaking to Alex, and yes. we'll see what what damage we can do, what, what damage we can undo. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds better.
3: The first one <laughs> sounds pretty good, but I think the the second one's probably a little bit more apt. Really.
2: All right. Well, Jeff, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And joining us quickly, I've got Atheist Sausage. Welcome back to the show.
4: You're right, Adam? How are we doing?
2: Love and life. You're one of the uh, guests I get messages about to this day. They really enjoyed the chat you and I had about law enforcement.
4: Oh, good. I'm pleased that uh, people enjoyed that.
2: Mm. But uh, the circle continues because you're a big part of Alex's journey.
4: That's right, yeah. Um, Jeff, Alex's dad, is actually my crewmate and we work together. And uh, it, it all sort of stemmed from... chat we had at the start of uh, realising Alex's condition and what we could do to help him and basically from that uh, Alex's journey was born.
2: I've got some audio with Jeff from a uh, a couple of weeks ago that I'm now getting around to editing and putting together but there's been a couple of little updates can you maybe cover those off very quickly?
4: Yeah um, basically um, we've been quite fortunate we did have to raise quite a, a vast amount of money to secure Alex's treatment but through different forms of fundraising, we've been able to pretty much secure, I'd say, 90% of what we need now, um, certainly enough now to commence the treatment. And as of the 14th of December, Alex is going to be flying out to Kansas to commence his, uh, his treatment. He's going to be uh, going out for his operation over there to a specialist who's quite high in the field of this type of surgery, so it's been a really good result for us in that respect so we've had wonderful support from everyone that's contributed to the charity and to the ongoing uh, fundraising so it's been really really great we've had a lot of support from the blue light family as well one of the main things that's happening out there is the kansas city police department is actually going to be looking after jeff and the family while they're there so we've got a nice extended family out there that's going to be supporting jeff in our stead whilst obviously we're still in the uk
2: that is a touching story i love that look thank you to everyone who's participating in in helping get Alex the treatment he's needing there's still a little bit more to go though
4: yeah just a little bit uh, because obviously once he's had the treatment it's then going to be a case of uh, looking at Alex's rehabilitation and uh, obviously him moving forward in life and obviously we're gonna have to make some modifications to his house and his living arrangements and circumstances but you know we're taking it a day at a time and obviously uh, we keep reassessing that but yes with with the ongoing support we've had it's been it's been marvelous especially like I say just people from all walks of life have been doing different bits and pieces, uh, 12 pound uh, and raising different, different amounts of funds, whether it be just a little bit from a cake sale or we've been having very large donations. It's just been really touching the scope of the amount of people that have wanted to help Alex.
2: Yeah, that's fantastic. And people can still do so, so head to at Alex S underscore journey. And it's pinned at the top of the page there. There's currently a goal of twenty thousand quids. That's the plural I believe. Yeah. And oh, indeed. there's also the single that's about to be launched, which should just happen after this episode goes to air, and that's Horizon. On My Mind, you'll be able to find that on iTunes, Amazon, and all other good audio retailers of the digital variety.
4: Yes, that's going to be released on the 5th of December, that's coming out. And also, uh, there's some music videos coming out for that as well. And uh, Jess also just completed a making of the music video. So there's a few bits and pieces coming out of that. But yes, it's a real. The, be- the nice thing with the video as well is it's got uh, again members from all over the world mm-hmm. from the police family taking part and and the not just the police but emergency services in general ambulance fire brigade everyone's got behind it so it's been really nice really touching.
2: A Bit late for me to offer my services as a backup dancer.
4: Well, it's never too late for you, Adam. I've heard you've got some pretty you know sick moves, so uh, we'd straight. love to have you on the next video.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nobody needs to see that so thanks for listening in and Craig I, I really do appreciate you coming on and giving us that brief update keeping everything no, up to speed no
5: problem at all yeah thank you Adam Herd mentalists, hear me it is I Questionable Prime leader of the Herdicons a little known faction of Transformers most likely due to our limited transformative abilities Today, after 4 hours of meditation, I tried to transform into a Bugetic Veyron, and instead found myself turned into a front load washing machine. On the Spin Cycle. On our home planet of Mentalistatron, we use unlimited powers to help others, but we need help too. Support the podcast at patreon.com slash herdmentality in order for us to help others. You can also pledge a one-off donation at herdmentalitypodcast.com and click the support tab. Ann Bull and Stink Vomit pledged support via Patreon in order to keep our energon levels high. As a result, we on Mentalistotron, are able to help women in developing countries to further their education. Cook in Vietnam, Leah in Lebanon, Sokhan in Cambodia, and Siranush in Armenia all received loans via kiva.org thanks to those who support this podcast. In addition, $200 from the proceeds of this episode are going to help Alex, future savior, Of humanity if you choose not to support this podcast I implore you to support Alex's campaign buy the song horizon on my mind on iTunes or other good music retailers or visit the Twitter handle at Alex's underscore journey and give a donation there you'll be saving yourselves be a hero questionable prime
1: out.